0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Coast to coast from brooklyn it's pat mcmenamin in the golden fucking state it's matt young nurse say hello Maddie. hey pat well shit shit fuck. Shit, yeah. fuck shit 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 this is so cleveland if it happened to any other city i wouldn't believe it
0: it truly is the darkest
1: timeline uh, I, I mean, th- this is <sighs> this, this is practically another level of Cleveland. It's so Cleveland is more Cleveland than Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, I am referring, of course, to the news. Uh, the news: not that starting center Aaron I was lost for the season with the torn, torn Achilles tendon that happened in December.
0: No, that no, hurt. hurt.
1: Not that card-carrying big three member Kevin Love was lost for the season with a separated shoulder in round one. Not that J.R. Smith was suspended for the first two games of round two. Not that I'm Iman Shumpert uh, pulled his groin. Whether LeBron James rolled his ankle on a dangerous blocking play that was called a charge during the Bulls series. Uh, I am referring to the news that the Cavs dropped a heartbreaker on the road Thursday night to fall in a 1-0 hole in the finals. And then Kyrie Irving, after playing through a right foot injury and then and then left knee tendonitis that caused him to miss games in round two and round three, is now lost the rest of the season, and of course, the remainder of the finals with a stress fracture in his left kneecap. Uh, By way of introduction, we are two long suffering and currently still suffering Cleveland sports fans who spend far too much time watching, reading, and thinking about the Cavs. We are unapologetic homers, but we are self-aware homers with brains. So if you'd like the informed, intelligent Cavs fans perspective on all things Cavs, you've come to the right place. Finally, before we begin, a far too late warning. Uh, My language is going to be abhorrent throughout this podcast. So, uh, hide your kids, hide your wife, because I am going to be fucking carpet bombing this podcast with thermonuclear level obscenity. I think (sighs) I might have to join you this week, Pat. Thank, thank you. I I, I, I felt like a lonely uh, uh, foul mouth here. Uh, No. so normally, Matt, we begin our podcast with a review of the kill list, which uh, I'll summarize this time uh, Is our attempt to morally quantify how hateable an opponent is to watch uh, game after game in the playoffs, where they're pushing you to the point where, in a consequence-free world, you think to yourself, I might actually murder this person,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I, I just don't have it in me today,
0: Matt. Are you? Nor do I. The only thing that's been killed here is our spirit, pet. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you had an idea before the, the podcast that maybe we offer up a sacrificial lamb uh, uh, in lieu of doing the kill list this week, uh, Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah. You know, he's all, gonna, he's,
0: kill
1: him. he's God. He's got to go. I don't
0: think anybody makes me angrier from a broadcast booth. Not well, just because of what happened in that game. He, he's
1: ridiculous. Here's my, here's my best one. You know, I, I, I see this game. I, I don't have any problem with these illegal screens. They're totally fine. Shut the fuck up, you motherfucker. Uh I like illegal screens. Shut up. he uh
0: he's the worst at at thinking something happens, watching the replay, seeing it with his own eyes that what he thought before was wrong, it. and then not and not saying anything about it.
1: He's uh <clears throat> the worst. Um I, well one thing I will actually add before I go uh move on to the rest of my my morning. Um uh, i think bogus clearly at the top of the list anyways we'll say this real quick for the reasons we outlined uh in, in the nba finals preview uh but I, I, I was remembering this today this morning he actually trolled uh Kyrie's tendonitis before the big injury uh like a dick i mean a complete dick move uh is, oh, here's, here's yeah what he here's what he said here's what he said it's probably uh, I, i'll try should i do an australian accent or should i not uh, probably not pet probably not yeah you're right uh, there's probably 15 guys in the team that's carrying an injury right now. Uh, there are probably 15 guys that's on the, on their team that's carrying an injury. We're not going to release anything, everything. You don't want to release some stuff. Injuries are part of the game. You get to this point in the season, you're going to have tendinitis, arthritis, and contusions. You're going to have your body hurting. I don't know what it does for them. And talking about it all the time, what they're trying to do with it. We're not really worried about it. They got guys banged up. We've got guys banged up. We'll be ready to go. I would love to hear your thoughts now, you frequently injured son of a bitch.
0: What a fucking asshole. It uh, makes me mad, uh, so, especially because the Warriors are by far the healthiest team from this playoffs, right? In a playoff I, just beset and beleaguered by injuries to important players, star players, they have walked away unscathed despite Steph Curry falling on his head and Clay Thompson bleeding from the ear. Right, uh, was, both yeah, those guys are fine,
1: yeah, fine from those horrific injuries. They actually get up from those, like, no problem. Our guys step on a foot and, like, their entire leg explodes. But the Warriors are Alice in fucking Wonderland here, just traipsing along. Like, not that I wish them to have (laughs) injuries, not that I wish them to have injuries, and it's not their fault that they didn't have injuries. It doesn't take away from how amazing and awesome they are, and if they do end up winning the championship, they are a great team. They are a great team that deserves a championship if they win. It's just, God damn it's so fucking unfair. Um, Okay, so maybe there is always room for talk about the kill list after all. Uh, I surprised myself. Um, But what I... (laughs) <laughs> what I wanted to talk about, uh, spent most of this podcast talking about and getting off right, right off the bat, I don't want to talk about the injury off the bat, although we already have a little bit. Uh, I don't want to talk about, you know, uh, just how crushing the end was. I want to talk about Kyrie Irving's game for the ages. It yeah. was absolutely magnificent. Those curry blocks, those steals, those incredible steals. Those yeah. were amazing. And, of course, those buckets. All game. Um, Maddie. talk to me a little bit about, um, about Kyrie's uh, game for the ages, as I'm, a call, as I'm calling it. He looked great.
0: Not good, great. Um, yeah, I think we said that in our, in our preview pod, right? That, we, mm-hmm. we, that we, we were hoping we could get 80% Kyrie. Right. He looked pretty yep. darn close to 100%. That game. Uh, the only thing that was off, and this hurt us actually a little bit, was his uh, his three-point shot. He was two of eight from three and missed a couple, mm-hmm. a couple wide-open ones, and actually passed up I thought a couple <laughs> wide-open
1: shots from out there. A ton. That would have been a huge momentum getter. I mean, what yeah. If- and obviously, the, making, making one of those threes instead of instead of the two, the point that we got would have given us an extra point. There were so many right. little points that we could have gotten to win that one.
0: So that part was a little weird to me. I don't know if his shot just felt off or whatever, but that's that's nitpicking. What was a really impressive performance from him? Um, I mean, you no, know, all- we win. We win that game. We're talking about him out playing Curry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, did a nice job on him. I mean, he didn't cover Curry the whole game, but he's on him for some a, a decent chunk of the game, and hung for sure. Yeah, I think I, he I was saw, probably our best option on him, honestly. Yeah, I,
1: I saw somewhere, and I wish I'd wrote a, written it down. But I think like the uh, Curry's uh, shots while, while Kyrie was guarding him was something like one for five or two for six. It was mm-hmm. not a good percentage. Uh, you know. You know, Kyrie recovered well. He played. He played. I mean, I mean, we started to really get them back into it. Curry really started to cook a little bit when Blatt tried to shake it up and put uh, Amon on um, on Curry and shift stepped over. Sorry, shifted um, Kyrie over, over to Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, which I didn't and, like at all. No, uh, it really hurt the rhythm. It was going so well. You know, someone speculated that maybe that like, Kyrie was starting to slow down a little bit and was starting to feel it a little bit. I just didn't see that though. Yeah. Um. Tell me about like seeing him get like exploded on, on on a Bogut pick a Bogut screen. They wanted to like protect him a little bit. Maybe that was it. They wanted to like not play him the whole game because they were a little bit worried about his. You know. Uh, I
0: guess the, so. But Clay Thompson seems like a bad place to hide somebody like that.
1: <laughs> no, they really should have been hiding him on Harrison Barnes if they're going to do that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. um, that that was a mistake. I thought, um, and, and it and it showed. I mean, we 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 definitely gave up like seven points uh, during that stretch until he shifted back. Um, but, I mean, I mean, in a way, I thought Kyrie's performance on Thursday night was better than his 57 points against the Spurs. Um, you know, that was one of those offensive shooting explosions and layup explosions, but it was his defense that really stood. I mean, he had his moments. Like I said, his, his three-point shot wasn't wasn't falling. He couldn't always get to the rim, but he did a couple of times. Those guys, With that wall they set up, he still slid through, threw it oh, up, yeah. got, got fouled, knocked the floor, and no call. And I'm wondering when that's going to change next year. I mean, I know a lot of it is his own momentum taking him down to the floor, the way he throws those shots up. Yeah, he doesn't look
0: like he's drawing contact. That's part of it. uh, I think he does – I agree with you. I think he does draw contact on a lot of those. Yeah, I think it's just how he carries himself in there and almost how he – Balls
1: too weirdly. I think they assume that he's just throwing himself down, but I'm sorry, he's getting hit a lot. It's similar to the it's like a, it's like a flip side of the LeBron coin where LeBron's so strong he gets slapped on the hand like twice going to the basket, but he doesn't flinch because he's yeah. you know, he's a tank. Uh and they don't he doesn't get the call. When he's like, that was that was a level of difficulty. That was a foul. And I scored yeah. through it 'cause I'm because I'm a monster. Uh that's still a foul. Just because I'm a monster doesn't mean it's not a foul. Um so I, I worry about that for him. But like still, it was the defense. I mean just that block he had in the penultimate possession of regulation, uh, when Curry uh, got past him on a double screen, and he didn't quit. He followed right behind him, and just it was a monster baller block. No, but that was huge. Iker I mean, off the backboard, just
0: they'd be just, talking about that play forever.
1: If that's what that When I saw that happen, I thought like, this is an all-time Finals moment. Like, this is one yeah. of those like moments that gets etched in, in, you know, the history books. Whenever we talk about great finals moments, that's the shot you're going to see over and over again. Uh, And, you know, and I still think it deserves to be, but, you know, it won't because the game didn't end the right way. Um, The game did not end the right way, and I think that's that's the best way to put it, even if you're uh, a Warriors fan. I understand a Warriors fan not saying that because, you know, I would say as a Cavs fan, but just the moral of that game (laughs) I think was very much in line with uh, uh, the Cavs pulling off that game. Um, but you know it was it didn't happen I, and I think I'd say I, I you know if Kyrie isn't hurt at the end of that game I feel really bullish about the series despite the outcome. oh I
0: I you know I, I needed half an hour 45 minutes I think to calm down after the game yeah and when I got and we didn't know what was going on with Kyrie at that point right like there's mm. still who knew who knew and I really talked myself into this that was a coin flip game right yep and you can get in, and we can we can bitch appropriately or homerly about the the travel call on Mozgov. Um, we can talk about uh, LeBron going six of ten from the free throw line when if he had gone seven for ten and shot closer to his average, we'd be there. We can talk about J.R. Smith hitting one more <laughs> point shot or Irving or whatever. But in a game that close, it is a coin flip, and Golden State has those things that it can talk about from mid side. Yep. And I thought there were sustainable things that we could improve moving forward in the series that made it feel like we could really hang, right? Like we could get more offense from Chumperton and Smith. We could do – LeBron could do some different stuff. Avoid even the, the – he, he wasn't so bad about hoisting it from three-point range or, or long twos, but he could get even better about that, yeah, right? Because we could position him better. We could start posting up Mozgov a little. Whatever. There's things that we could do. Um I was starting to feel good, Pat. I was in the most dangerous position that any Cleveland fan can put themselves in, which was starting to believe.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we know, we know, Pat, that that is the moment when terrible things happen. That is the moment when terrible things happen when you start to believe and start to get positive.
0: <laughs> and you know, it's funny, Pat. From our perspective, we both picked a Warriors win, relatively easy-ish Warriors win in this series in our last yep. podcast. Yep. It's not that hasn't changed, right? I still the Warriors are still going to win, but I yeah. let I let belief creep
1: into my heart at some point in there. You, you, you should know better. I should know better. It's my own fault. This is your fault. You're you're the reason that this happened, Matt. Mm, I
0: should have stayed cold hearted.
1: Yeah, I can't I can't lay the blame entirely on you. I, I was talking to a uh, number one fan, Ned Zachman, last night uh, <laughs> when the news broke. He called me uh, almost immediately um, l- like someone had died in the family. Uh, I mean we just we – just I just sat down at work and just stopped working, and we just talked for about 30 minutes. And um, I confessed to him. I said, you know what? Um, I, I, I let myself think, you know, boy, you know, if, we, if we're able to win these this finals and then get Kevin Love back, I mean that's the beginning of a dynasty. I let myself think. Oh, God. You yeah. know, like you can't, you yep. can't assume we don't have it yet. We didn't win it yet. You goddamn idiot. Yeah. So it's my fault too. It's my fault. I, I, I also did this to us. I think we all did it to ourselves. We We know that we can't have nice things, Pat. That's true. It's Cleveland. It's part of what it makes us Cleveland. If if we had nice things, we wouldn't be Cleveland anymore. That's right. Um. The the other thing I so I was gonna say, like I, I, my thought, leaving Kyrie, Kyrie's injury out of it, um, was that. Even though that was a disappointing game, you don't ever want to give up golden opportunities like that. I get mm-hmm. that. I get sure. that. Um, I felt like there was absolutely no reason we couldn't do that to them every single game. There was there was nothing like uh, um, there was nothing about Golden State's performance that was a, an outlier. Uh, they were missing shots because we were contesting them, and they hit the ones we gave them. Like the reason they they the reason the game was tied was because we had defensive breakdowns. Mm-hmm. And gave them easy layups a couple of times because missed assignments because they're very good. You know they 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 adjusted their offensive approach and Kerr's a great coach and uh, they're very uh, versatile. I mean you know they they could throw out uh, you know most spates and get you know seven points from him in a in a four minute stretch like that. They yeah. had ways to get that back. in That it. was the
0: stretch of the game that really hurt too. I think was yeah. in the beginning of the second quarter when the bench units as much as you want to call ours a bench units uh, were in and they they chopped the lead almost immediately. Yeah, absolutely. And and what do we expect when when we're injured like we are and we have the the lack of back-end bench depth that we do? Yeah, uh, said that going into the series. That was a, a real risk for us. Yeah. And it, that certainly played out there.
1: Yep. Uh, the last thing I'd say about Kyrie and his game for the ages is that I, I really wish he'd taken the final shot. Um, yeah, no offense, no offense yeah. to LeBron. No offense to LeBron. If he, if, if he wants to take every potential game winner, okay, you're LeBron. You can do that. But – you know, I, I know him well to know how he likes to, you know, I mean, like, he, he's not, not afraid to give up the ball last minute. He likes to be a part of it, to be initiating the action. I get that. But, you know, he, he did it against the Spurs because uh, he knew how Kyrie was playing where he pat inbounded the ball to, to, to mm-hmm. Kyrie for the last shot. He, he's, he's got that ability to do that, but sometimes he gets so invested, I think he feels like he has to take the world in his shoulders. And this was a moment to let, you know, especially after Kyrie got that block to give us that chance. Yeah. I felt like he'd earned it. You know, I don't know if Kyrie, well, Kyrie
0: started. I haven't watched it again because it's all too painful for me. But Kyrie started with the ball on that possession, right? He did. Yeah, I was excited. And then, and then gave it up to LeBron. And then essentially they stopped running anything. Yeah. And I know that they want to. I get, and I, I think I agree with this too, right? You want to take the last shot. There. Absolutely. You take a shot with a second or so left on the shot clock so that you don't give the Warriors a chance to match. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I just wish they'd run a little something.
1: Yeah. Set a pick. I, I agree. Now. I agree.
0: Now that
1: said, LeBron's, you know, yeah, like that shot. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that <laughs> is right. Um, Maddie, I'm gonna take a quick pause here because I think I, I have the wrong Wi-Fi connection, and you're chopping up a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna just uh, pause for a second. Hopefully, keep the broadcast going. If it doesn't, uh, we'll we'll just uh, resume in five minutes. But uh, give it, yeah. You know, so if I'm not back with you in le- under 60, 60 seconds. Uh, we'll just restart the broadcast in, in five minutes at three thirty-seven. So, so say, stand tight with me. I'm just gonna change um, my broadcast here. Okay, Matt, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Beautiful. Okay, that wasn't so bad. Uh, nope. I just realized uh, your my Wi-Fi picked up my upstairs neighbor's Wi-Fi, so it wasn't as strong as it could be. <laughs> So good. we are still going. We're still live uh, and moving on to. Unless you have anything else you want to say about the uh, Kyrie's game for the ages before we move on to um, um, almost, a little a, a little self loathing here. It
0: it almost hurts too much. I, there is this too, which is: Are we do we need to start worrying about Kyrie being a a Mr. Glass?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, if we, I don't know if it's too um, hard to
0: go into that now, but
1: it is a little. And um, you know. Let's talk about that in a sec. That's, that's sort of part of, of my self-loathing section of the podcast where we talk about okay. the injury, the, the extent of it, uh, what the latest is on that. Uh, and, and I'll break the news now. Uh, Kyrie Irving did have um, successful surgery just about an hour ago, uh, and everything went well according to the Cavs' press release. So they say a three- to four-month timetable for him to return. Um, right. Which should be back for the start of the season. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. He should be back. Yeah, the start of the season. Be. Uh, whether he's playing by then, you know, I bet he will be, I bet he'll at least be like, you know, limited minutes, uh, uh, game ready by the start of the season. But honestly, you know, I was saying to Ned last night, I'm fine with him waiting until December, taking a long <laughs> rehab. In fact, that not half the season. <laughs> let's minimize the number of games you play. Uh, just so, uh, cause you know, I know LeBron and, and Kevin Love can hold it down and we'll talk more about why I feel pretty confident that Kevin Love's coming back. Um, but let's move on to what I'm calling the bounce. Mm. That's that's my name for the for this entry in the, in the Cleveland lexicon. Um, I, I've seen some people trying to call it the knee, and you could call it that, uh, but I don't think it captures just how much went wrong. That's after right. Such an, after such an epic all-time game for the Caps. I mean, everything leading up to that last possession was such an epic, wonderful, beautiful, gorgeous, heart-stopping and terrible. Um, similar to that Spurs game uh, that Kyrie dropped his 57 points, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was the shot. It was the bounce from Shumpert. I mean, look, look at that shot. As Ned pointed out to me, if you look at the freeze frames, it hit the inside of the rim yeah. and then bounced and cleared the other side of the rim. It may, it may have grazed the other side of the rim, but I feel like it cleared it, which is, no, which is, such, it. A, such, is an, such an unusual bounce from the angle it was shot at. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I, 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 I mean, when have you ever seen a ball bounce like that?
0: It's un- I mean, it happens, but it is unusual for sure.
1: Oh, well, I'll take the air out of my sails there, Matt. Thanks. No. No, sorry. <laughs> no. It's very rare. I agree it's, with you. I've it's, it's, I, it's I seen it. Hey, Colin. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, no I, I, what I mean is it's a very unusual bounce, a very Cleveland bounce, if you will. Uh, to hit the inside of the rim and uh, not go in. And finally funny thing was, I, you know, when I saw the angle on it, I thought, oh, shit, the chance. The rim, I thought it had been going in. I didn't think it was going in until it hit the rim. And then I thought, like, when it hit the rim, I was like, this is it. And it bounced yeah, out. Yeah. And, and uh, But think about, that, think about what that bounce did, what it meant. Instead of a 1-0 series lead on the road with a healthy Kyrie, <laughs> we go into overtime where Kyrie breaks his kneecap, turns the ball over, the Cavs don't foul the possession, and Barnes hits the clincher to put him up seven points on us. You know, I mean, we were only down four at that point when Kyrie went down. The g- game was not a re- reach yet still. He help down, and he tr- turns the ball over on the broken kneecap. And because he can't get back on defense, we're playing fi- uh, four on five, and everyone's decision they should have to foul a give. Um but maybe they forgot over maybe they're still they're still in fourth quarter mindset where they were in the bonus, um, and uh, yeah, so we left Barnes open for a wide open three and he drilled it, and we're mm. exhausted a man rotation now we're down um, zero to one all because of an otherworldly bounce on the ball that everyone else thought was going in, including yeah. I mean everyone, everyone in that arena thought it was going in. Harrison <laughs> Barnes burned us on those open threes, Pat. I I warned you. I warned us. 40% three point shooter in the regular season we can't leave him open. We yeah, can't leave him hey? open. I think if if you contest his threes, if you contest his threes, he's not hitting those. In fact, like he had some contested threes and he missed those. And he didn't do anything else offensively really. I mean,
0: now he's 3 he, for he, 5 he, from he, three he, point range, he was 1 for 4 otherwise.
1: Just 11. points. Is, that's why, you know, I'll talk about this later. I really wish we we'd, we'd hit Kyrie on him, just on Curry. Um the that Ned and I were talking about in our um, our um, our wake like chat um, was uh, you know in an alternate universe, for that universe where that ball goes in. I just wanted to think about that other universe for a second. It's I, I call it like you know where the wild things are. It's that it's that magical place across the ocean, through night and day, and in and out of weeks and almost over a year. To where the nineteen eighties Brown, the nineteen nineties tribe, and each dynasty's, and we are all wonderfully insufferable fans. <sighs> I mean, just think about that. How many amazingly rare things keep going wrong to Cleveland teams that have mm-hmm. prevented uh, uh, not just like us breaking the curse and breaking the the this championship drought, but like those were all, you know, bona fide potential dynasties and here we are. <laughs> still no, suffering
0: that's the thing that hurts most too is I, I remember we had this feeling in 07 right that we had gotten yeah. to the championship a little early right yeah, yeah. and we we're gonna be back right like this is a little preview we'll learn yeah. something here we'll be here again and we have to remember these are not you can't take them for granted and you gotta yeah capitalize when you're there and that's that's <laughs> god that's what makes this all the worse
1: Exactly. From my point of um, view. me too. And honestly, uh, let's it, talk about the injury for a second. The Kevin oh, go Love
0: go entry, which is which is I think we all sort of glossed over it because we'd done so well afterwards. That injury was fucking devastating too, man. You it's know? Like we all sort of just took it and and moved on and good for the team and, and good for us, Pat, for yeah. doing that. But uh Good for our maturity. Yeah. The suck started right then. (laughs) Yes, it did. In a big
1: way. Because it kept coming. As I said in the intro, I mean, then it was, you know, Jr. (laughs) out for the first two games. And then it was Kyrie uh, injuring himself. And then it was Shump in that same game injuring himself. And then it was LeBron in game three. It was game three or game four. I think it was game four, actually. A terrible charge call. Uh, you know, yeah. It just it just kept coming. Uh, you know, we got him back for that game six, and then he also won in game one against the the Hawks. It just you know it it's it's. Have done, and I think it, it, You know, it, it, your, finals aren't over, but I mean, look, they're over, but they're not over. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, are uh, over, they're still. You're saying I've got a chance. Yeah. Jim Carrey style <laughs> there's still a chance there's still a chance Jim Carrey dumb and dumber chance but if it, it's otherwise over um but you know the Cavs have done I mean this has been a, a, an amazing season uh uh just just for getting through all that and the funny thing is like when the Kevin Love thing happened I think the reason why we we handled it so well was it so early in the playoffs and we weren't playing that well against the Celtics um we were letting i mean yeah we swept them but we let them hang around in a way they didn't really deserve mm-hmm. to um so we didn't we you know i wasn't very confident about us to begin with i kept saying at the beginning of the season i felt like we could beat the, the hawks but i didn't think we were going to be necessarily going to beat the hawks i have to see how we played you know certainly at the time i, I made that you know i had that thought you know the hawks were still the regular season hawks so uh, right. i didn't know uh but also the Cavs weren't playing the defense they're playing now you know, the Cavs, the Cavs, I saw at the end of the regular season, I, you know, with these injuries, had no chance of even making it to the Eastern Conference Finals, frankly. Um, and so when we lost Kevin Love and we weren't playing that great, I just thought, ah, well, now I can just be happy to be here. Now, I now I don't have to get my hopes up and get really, you know, uh, extra. I don't have to have my heart extra crushed, right? Uh, by by the, you know, the inevitable disappointment that will come. Um, to suck us back in, Pat. We let him do it, like we do every single time, like Charlie Brown, and fucking football. Yeah. So again, another apropos uh, uh, musical choice that I use at the top. Uh, uh, so, um, yeah, moving on to the injury itself, um, just the, from the medical perspective, uh, Dr. Brendo, as I like to call him, because it makes him sound like uh, you know, one of those uh, quack uh, back alley doctors, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is sort of what he is when he's, when he's texting. He's, he's, he's a life-saving surgeon in real life. Uh, uh, Army surgeon served like at least one tour in Afghanistan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and apologies, apologize, Brandon, if I'm getting the number of tours uh, wrong. Uh, he was there for a while. and has some amazing stories for us about uh, what he did there. So he actually knows what he's talking about, particularly with knees. He's an orthopedic surgeon uh, and has saved a lot of uh, people and uh, ligaments and joints and all that. Uh, but I love getting his candid just from eyeball of <laughs> – his television diagnoses, <laughs> his television diagnoses are incredible. Um, and, and, and to his credit, to his credit, uh, uh, more often than not, very right. Um, uh, but I love his his unhesitation. And a lot of doctors would say, you know, hey, I, I haven't had a chance to examine the knee. I can't get up close. You know, I only saw the replays. Uh, Doctor Brendo is completely confident what happened. No, right in with the diagnosis immediately. <laughs> immediately, which I love. We love you, Brendan. Um, but. um, Yes, Dr. Brendan Massini uh, uh, was terrifying me yesterday when we got the news because, you know, as we thought, it was non-contact. That's what everyone in the calves was saying, that it was not a contact injury. I think even Kyrie had said it wasn't contact. Um, so when you hear fracture, you think, how the hell does that happen? I don't remember hitting the floor that hard. So Brendan's uh, speculation was that it was cartilage, um, yeah, cartilage fracture in addition to bone. Uh, It's something involving the tendon in in, a, in a, you know, gobbledygook way that I don't understand. It got very scary there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I was terrified. Uh, Brendan was telling me it was, everything's going to be fine. And that's how I knew that uh, it was all over. Uh, (laughs) I knew we were done for, I've seen the movies. (laughs) No way. Um, But uh, this morning, uh, some better news. Uh, If we go back to the tape here, um, (laughs) What did Brendan say? (laughs) I'm pulling up the tweet, or the text, excuse me. Uh, He says, uh, article says they took an MRI to find it stress fracture, most likely. Much better prognosis. We had kids back to playing football at Army with these. So it seems like uh, no problems with ligaments or cartilage. So that is enormous. Um, I also read a a Fear of the Sword piece by Trevor. Uh, Oh, shoot. I'm going to butcher his last name. (laughs) Magnetti? Shit. What is his name? Hold on. <laughs> do you remember what, do you know what I'm talking about? Did you watch did you read the Jarita piece?
0: I haven't I, I actually have not been able to read stuff since,
1: since uh well I was able to, so I'll give you some update. It's uh, uh Trevor Magnotti, Ap- apologies to Trevor, who's another good follow uh on Twitter. Uh he was saying incidentally that um uh there is some some t- um uh track record for tendonitis. Contributing to a fracture because it weakens like the joint uh, or the the kneecap in a certain way makes it brittle I don't know where he's getting that exactly um, But uh, I it all sounded very intelligent, so I assume he's right (laughs) Um, But it doesn't mean that that's what happened. Uh, We still don't know that Um, But the more encouraging thing from his piece was he listed all the guys uh, who've had um, uh, knee fractures similar to uh, Kyrie's that includes uh, Blake Griffin obviously his rookie season was from that, um, and obviously he's amazing now. So we can expect the same thing from Kyrie. So uh, there you go, hot take, as he said. Uh, but Kyrie's also John start Wall. Had this- yeah, exactly. He's gonna start having amazing uh, Kia uh, ads. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna take Uncle Dr- he's gonna take Uncle Drew uh, uh, to the next level, I think. Um, uh, but also John Wall had this injury. Jarvis Hayes, Jeff Foster, AJ Price, Randy Foy. Um, they all suffered the injury and, uh, quote, all missed little more than a couple of months after surgery and returned at nearly the same level of play. Uh, yes, Greg Oden and Antonio McDice have also had this injury, but it was like the last injury in a long line of horrible knee injuries. Um, so there's a lot of other issues going on there. Um, and then, of course, Nick Young, it's happened to twice. Um, and he, he, and he the just got engaged points. to Iggy Azalea,
0: so everything will be fine.
1: Exactly. Uh, is, actually, is, Kyrie, is Kyrie married?
0: No, he's he's got it. Nah, he's playing the field right now, as he should.
1: Hey, Kyrie. Hey, Kyrie. Come on. Things are looking up, all right. You've Got a fractured knee. You're halfway to, uh, uh, you know, I guess marrying an Iggy Azalea type, if that's what you want. Um, So, uh, yeah, Nick Young's had twice happened to him twice, and uh, you know, say say what you want about his game. Uh, Athletically, he he was uh, great. Fine this season, right? So, so that's some. So that's the good news. Um, I, I was terrified this was going to be a really big career threatening thing. Uh, it seems like you know if all goes well, uh, he could be back to, he could be back to himself next year. Um, but again, his, his glass self. Uh, and I think if anything, we just need to find a way to really limit his minutes during the regular season, just play well enough, um, get him a better backup. Uh, no offense to Delhi, but we need some more um, uh, 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 we need some more guard depth. Delhi will still have a role on that team next year even if we do get another point guard um, to play backup. Um, but we, we need to be able to spell Kyrie for longer stretches, I think, than we have um, just so we can limit the opportunity for injuries. That's all you can do. I mean, you can say he's, he's glass Kyrie because he's had a lot of injuries, but he has played like the last two seasons, like, I don't know, something like 140 out of 100 and how many? No, that's definitely true. And it's,
0: his injuries for the mount that he's had are not chronic or in the same spot, right? Like he's just had a lot no. of fluky stuff happen to him, I think.
1: Yeah. But that's um, a scary thing when you got a lot, when you got a lot of fluky different things happening. It means that you're just prone to the, those things happening. Right. But they all they all tend to be kind of minor ish. You know, just like the injury he had going into the playoffs it was minor ish. He could play through it. You know, so this will always be just like the fear at the back of your mind. And I think the key is just going to be continuing to, to limit his minutes if we can. Um, and that's what I'm saying. T- take our time bringing him back. If you know, we should not be rushing him for for the season opener. We should just no. you know, I I would like to play him when he's hundred percent. And you know he's getting really pissed off at people holding him back. That that's that's when we have to let him play, and I think we we give him some time. Pat, but, do you um, think there's
0: there's reason for us to be worried about his uh, his his family's reaction? Is reported by uh, Mr. Windhorst.
1: Yeah, I, that's what I I, I want to say. No, uh, our friend Dave Deming was pointing out that this is people are just you know it's the heat of the moment. People are you know emotions are running high. Um, but he's under contract for the next four years after this, right? Um, so uh, uh, you know this will blow over and people are going to be on the right track and it'll be fine. But there's good reason to think that, and that's a very logical way to think about it. Uh, it does worry me a little bit, just because the more I read about it, the more worried I am at how, how really upset his dad seems to be. And there is there is a line of hot takes out there that um, it was David Blatt's fault for playing Kyrie for 44 minutes in Game One. Um, there's certainly the sense from his dad, uh, and other people are saying this too that we were just we, we were just playing him too much and pushing him too hard when clearly he wasn't right, uh, and that this was bound to happen. Um, you know, my problem with that was this is the kind of injury that could have happened in minute one. Uh, I don't think this is the kind of injury that happens because you're tired, right? Um, and, oh, and we should add by the way that it, it, there is a chance that uh, uh, Clay Thompson did collide with his knee. It looked like it did, uh, and that might explain the stress fracture a little bit. Um, and just the angle and you know, maybe tendonitis contributed to it, but like that's the kind of thing, like that could have happened at any point. It could have happened while he was, you know, anytime you're playing through an injury, something worse can happen, right? Right. If something did happen where he playing through his foot, no and almost no one was saying you shouldn't play on the foot, right? Uh uh he developed the tendonitis by, by playing on that foot. So that's that's the risk you you take when you play hurt.
0: Um Yeah, I also don't he was he did not look like he was playing hurt in this game either. That's that's the no exactly line I, I object to. There is he looked he looked great. I was I wanted him out on the court all those minutes.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the and fucking and finals for God's
0: sake!
1: Absolutely. And to continue that line of thinking, you know, immediately after the game, I was comatose as I usually am and just stare at the screens. Uh, I was stuck, powerless to do anything when Stephen A. Smith came on the screen. It was like, are you fucking kidding? me? I have to listen to him blather right now. Uh, so I did because I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot, and I just you know didn't have emotional willpower to get off the couch. Uh, he he was the first to, to come out with that scorching hot take. Uh, David Blatt played Kyrie too much, bitch. Please, he was playing in the goddamn finals. We would have lost by ten if we played him ten minutes less. So what you're saying is we should just lost the game. So why play yeah. Kyrie at all then? Why play him at all if we can't play him forty fucking minutes? And when he looks that good, it's it's the worst take out there. Uh, actually, Ethan Skolnick, um. Another good Twitter follower who follow, excuse me, who I who I uh, very much value his opinion has been has been gently pushing that, and and, and I think much so I respect Ethan's opinion. Uh, that's just completely wrong. Uh, there's there's no really good argument for that unless you're Kyrie Irving's dad. Like I understand his dad being protective of his son, um, but reading those reports of him slamming the door after the after the closed door meeting with uh, Kyrie, his agent, and um, Cavs GM. Um, uh, and then, you know, standing around, you know, bitching with friends and family about the calves, um, that does worry me. Um, it's going to worry me until, until I get an article that, that says Dredrick's Dred- all cool with the calves. <laughs> until, until I see that article, I'm going to be a little worried. Um,
0: right. but, but I don't know what the know, alternative
1: I, is, I, honest. I
0: mean, yeah, I, I, exactly. I, I don't know the are. If this isn't a long-term injury to him that he, that he's going to be fine and he's going to come back from, and obviously he his dad didn't know that when he reacted, but if he's fine, then what the fuck's the point, man? This is the finals. You have your shot. You got to take it. He's a key player on this team. He needs to be a part of taking that shot. He's, we're we're off for the next three months if we lose the series, or not. Go for it. Is my yeah. Is my opinion here, right? Like,
1: <laughs> I, I, absolutely. And and I think he's gonna see that. He'll come around to it. I, I think he's got to. If he's, a, I mean, he, he's a smart guy. Once he passed past the fear for his son and his son's livelihood and his career, uh, I think he's gonna see this was not the wrong. I mean, for God's sakes, uh, uh, not only the Cavs doctor who you know does other things besides being the Cavs doctor. He's he's a Cleveland Clinic uh, uh, surgeon, um, and uh, uh, they also took him to fucking James Andrews. Like the 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 knee the yeah. knee specialist, God, who said, "Yeah, he can keep playing. He's fine. Like it's you know it's gonna hurt if he if he can cope with the pain, he'll be fine Uh fine." I'm sure he you know gave the caveat of there's always a risk of injury when you're playing hurt, but it, it, this, this this is no more greater injury than any other risk that other cast players are, are are playing through. So um, you know it's a question of uh, you know another thing we're we're not taking into account. I think I think if I had to bet. What Dreddick's upset about is the fact that uh not just that like, you know, uh, the Cavs seem to be pressuring Kyrie to play and LeBron was doing his LeBron things where he kind of passive aggressively says things like, you know, everyone's playing hurt. I'm playing I'm playing hurt and playing through it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of pressure that Kyrie felt. I think look, Kyrie's a young man who's in his first finals. This is his dream. Uh I, I think I think it would have taken like a, a gargantuan effort to hold Kyrie out of this year. I think Kyrie wanted to play, and I think Dreddick was just mad the Cavs didn't go out of their way to hold him back. That's um, what I think too.
0: That's a big point: is that who, you know, what? Ultimately, I don't really give a shit if his dad's upset about stuff, right? Like yeah, that's his, it's a dad; he, he should have dad emotions and reactions, and that's fine. I don't begrudge them. Uh, yeah, Kyrie's a grown man; is getting paid a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Who who wants to play in these finals? I, You know, I don't exactly. Exactly. I don't think, I don't think we need to worry about this. I think I. As much as I
1: don't like agreeing with Deming, I think he's right on this one. Right, like this will blow yeah, no. up. <laughs> no one, no one ever likes uh, agreeing with um, uh, with Deming, but sometimes yeah. we have to. Sometimes he's right. <laughs> um, so, um, Matt, I don't think I don't know if you know this. I, I'm not sure if uh-huh. you're aware, uh, but there, um, uh, there's still some NBA finals to be played. Um, it's, it's not over yet. What? Yeah, more but, games? I mean, there are more games to be played. In fact, there's one we can play tomorrow night, Sunday night, 9 o'clock, so we're not done oh, yet. Uh, you know, uh, Actually, I think it's what? 8 o'clock tomorrow, Pat. Oh, is it fantastic? 8 o'clock? What a great call. Yeah, the, su- the Sunday games bad. are at 8. I thought obviously one game was at 9 o'clock for some reason. I thought I'd heard that. Um, why they couldn't make the game, um, you know, Four o'clock. I do you know no earthly idea. It'd be nice for my son to be able to watch the whole goddamn game, but uh, that'll be Someday, do anyway, everything around Arthur's schedule.
0: Just yeah, not at yet. some point,
1: although that is weird. By the way, a side thing: Why wouldn't they try and get some? I mean, that's that's. I don't know. I just it's, you're 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 playing the short game here, cutting your nose up to spite your face. Like you're you're gonna be like generating a whole. Uh, another generation of fans. I still remember, like, watching, like, the Celtics-Lakers games and I was, like, 6 and 7 in the finals, right? On TV. I, th- I think, actually, I was, I-, I was, like, I think the first time I met you, Matt, when we were, like, 6 years old or something like that. Because uh, I think I was at some party at the Kirsteners, your next-door neighbors, mm-hmm. and I played basketball with some kid. Uh, who would have been you? Because you shared the you shared a driveway with the Kirsteners and I remember like the reason we played basketball is because the NBA finals were being played, yeah, uh, in the middle of the afternoon. Um,
0: no, and I have very clear memories of dominating a weakling who disappeared soon afterwards.
1: Oh, your your little, bro- your little brother, your little brother must have been must have been must have been playing at that time. <laughs> so all I all I remember is, uh, is just working over Maybe. some some kid, some kid who was blonde. Were you blonde at the time? I feel like very. You might have been. Yeah, yeah, I remember just, just working some blonde kid, but you know, mm-hmm. anyway. uh, it's all very funny. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh so, yeah, so uh, Matt, there's there, there are um, uh, uh, at least three more finals games to be played, uh, potentially six. We just, you just don't know.
0: That's uh, true,
1: and uh, well, yeah, we're not done here. It, it, it's not over. It, was, it, it wasn't over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, w- w- what I love though, Matt, now, like I mean, like I said, we said this is kind of over. Uh, <laughs> it's you know we, we've we've got the dumb and dumber Jim Carrey chance. Uh, but what's interesting to me now is I was want- looking at what the what lineup we have left to throw out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we got LeBron. Yes, we got TT, the the crazy rebounding force. Uh, Although we've a, got- that,
0: Pat very quickly. That is a an underrated part of Game One is that we did not win the boards.
1: No, and that's one thing I want to get to a little bit uh, uh, later, because we won it at first, but they, they came back. A lot of it was lucky bounces, a lot of it was just, was just bad luck. Uh, uh, they got a lot of offensive boards off of, off of just, they got these good bounces. Um, but other thing I thought was that we were crushing, we were a plus eight with Mozgov and Titi on the floor, which was great to see. Uh, I didn't think that was going to be able to happen, and because that happened, we should have been, we sh- I think we played Mozgov like 30 minutes which is a lot for him. He doesn't usually play 30 minutes, um, but frankly, we should be playing him 38, 39, 40. I, we should be trying to find a way to play TTM in, in Moscow 40 minutes a game together because um, yeah. they they make it really hard for the for the Warriors to do what they do um, because of their, their presence in the boards. But I was looking at, you know, so TT on the boards, uh, we have uh, uh, an adorable, fan-loved uh, uh, Eastern European 7-footer, uh, uh, we have a scrappy, uh, guy on D who can just hit th- who can hit threes. Uh, you know, we've got, uh, a great defensive specialist who can kind of hit threes sometimes. I, I man, I was just thinking this, it feels like the, uh, uh, 08, 09 Cavs, uh, that lost to the magic are finally in the finals. Now it feels <laughs> like that's what we're going to get to watch. <laughs> I mean, there's some, there's my, my initial comparisons. I, I mentioned TT. Uh, uh, you know the, the the offensive rebounding force that was Vera Zhao, uh in '09. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I feel like uh, Gibson obviously had a Delhi like role uh, at least, or Delhi had a, a Gibson like role at least in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, uh, or I should actually I should have said the, the the semifinals. Excuse me, against the Bulls. Uh, Shump reminds me a lot of Delante's game. Ability to drive to the hoop, uh, occasionally hit threes, uh, and play really good defense. Again, you know, be our guy that can play a lot of different guys. Um, I. Don't know if he's going to be the guy that uh, sleeps with LeBron's mom. Um, but, you know, probably not, right? Probably not. That's, that no, was for Ned. Ned wanted me to speculate about who was going to sleep with LeBron's mom. So I had to give him a shout out there. Um, I think these guys are? are all too young now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, geez. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, it strikes me as a, as, a, as a valid comparison. What do, what do you think?
0: So there's something that I mean I'm I'm looking at that Cavs roster now the that 09, 08, 09 team. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and and really struck by just our our lack of depth now with these the, the injuries that we have, right? Cuz that team was rolling out four credible bigs. Z and, and Andy, yes, Ben Wallace was starting on ben that. Ben
1: Wallace, team. forgot about that. Oh, and that's crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: And Joe Smith coming off the bench, right? And <laughs> Joe Smith that is something that we are like. I really felt in that game was how nice would it be if we could have a Joe Smith or, in today's lexicon, a Mo Spades yeah, uh, sitting on our bench, ready to come off and play those minutes, or even a, a Festus Azili, right? Like that, yeah. That and it's obviously it's because of injury, right? We should have Andy and T.T. coming off the bench um, yeah. for this game with Love and Mozgov in the starting lineup, and then. What a difference that would make. What what Um, an amazing difference. um, But you're right. There's a little something there. I mean, minus our two of our big three.
1: Wally Zerbiak is uh, uh, Mike Miller. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Sasha Pavlovich could be somebody. Who's Sasha Pavlovich?
0: I don't know. Sasha's better than the other. That's true. (laughs) The other waiting was better, shockingly, than the other wing options yeah. that we have
1: right now, I think. Is it Joe Harris? Jones, I guess? Yeah, Joe Harris. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, on the upside, we do... You know, I, I, What Ned has said, Ned, Ned thought that was an insult though to how good the seven-man rotation we do have for this Cavs team still standing. Um, this 2015 team. Because, you know, Shump is better, I think, than um, uh, Delonte West. As much as I love Delonte West, um, I think Shump is a better defender. Um, He's bigger than... He's bigger, uh, a little bit more sane. Um, and actually, there was a great piece by uh, uh, Chris Hayes um, in, in cleveland.com. Uh, he talked to Delonte West before the series, uh, and Delonte apparently is uh, still pulling for the Cavs and talks about how uh, yeah, he feels like LeBron saved his life uh, twice during that season when he was uh, waiting, awaiting charges uh, on that uh, – that crazy gun, gun charge charges. he got. Yeah. yeah, where he was riding that, that three wheel motorcycle with guns strapped to his back and a violin case.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. that was amazing.
1: Yeah. That's crazy, right? But apparently, right before he left training camp to go back uh, home and have like some time for his for his his you know his his own space to you know work things out. LeBron came over and sat down, and talked to him for like 10 minutes before he left, and it put him in a good good frame of mind and kind of calmed him down, made him feel better about doing it and got him out of his, you know. Uh, the downswing of his bipolar um, uh, affliction. Uh, and same thing, uh, before they got in the plane, he almost didn't make a plane because he was having a freak out And LeBron and uh, I think Lorenzen Wright both uh, ran out and talked to him, and Lorenzen Wright gave him a big bear hug and started quoting scripture to him, brought him back on board. So, I don't know. Uh, we don't have anyone like that, per se. But I think I think to say uh, uh, Shump is is an upgrade there, I agree. J.R. Smith that's an upgrade, uh, crazy as he is. Our, our own brand of crazy uh, over over someone like Mo Williams, um, and and and, and much as I love Z, uh, Mozgov um, can jump and dunk. That's that's a big, <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a big addition to Z's arsenal that I don't think he ever had
0: <laughs> over late period Z for sure. Yeah, late
1: period. Yeah, I can't now. Unfortunately,
0: he can't shoot as we saw.
1: Yeah. I mean, On whatever
0: that terrible play call when we came out of that timeout near the end of the game and we set up a
1: a sixteen foot Mazgov. Yeah, I, I don't think it was it was the it was the plan, but it seems like that's what they gave us and we just we just made the right basketball play of here's you know, he's open. It wasn't it was like a fifteen footer if you like, right? It wasn't it was like near the free throw line, I felt like. Yeah. Um, but it was, but it wasn't you know it wasn't the ideal shot that late in the game you know.
0: No, uh, that's not what I want happening then.
1: No, no, not at all. So, um, but I don't know. I, I, the reason I bring up the two that that Cavs team is that that Cavs team should have won the finals. Uh, I felt I felt like it was a stronger team than the year that we added Shaq and um, uh, Anton Jamison because it had a real defensive identity. Uh, mm-hmm. and it, it spread shooters around LeBron. It was great for the inside out game. We had a few other players that could penetrate, you know, like that's the thing uh, is that um that's what, you know, uh, uh, Delonte could penetrate and he did frequently to take the load off LeBron and either make, you know, layups or this it back out. You know, we had, we had ways to improve uh and ways to um, kind of burn teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but um so, you know, that's sort of how I felt about that, um, about that team. But it, Let's, let's, let's just uh, look for some reasons now, Matt, because there's, there's, there's more finals to be played. Reasons to steal your jaw and say, fuck it, let's just, let's just win this. Let's see if we can still win this. Um, it, you know what? You, you made a good comparison uh, by uh, text during, the, uh, during Game 1 that this felt a little bit like uh, UNLV, uh, Duke, where you kind of have to just do everything right. Uh, and, right. you know, it, it, and something was saying, I think I saw somebody else say, like, the, you know, they've never seen the Warriors so out of sorts, and they looked up the score, and they were only down two. And it's like, yeah, that's the dangerous thing. And the Cavs had moments like that against the Bulls and the Hawks, where we were playing terribly. The other team was everything was going right for them, and somehow we were still only down like two points. And that was the moment you yeah. went, "Oh shit!" Like LeBron's for ten, you know, Kyrie's not you know, like you know, and, and and they're only down two. We're in big trouble. Um, so the the, the, the wor- Warriors are that kind of good, um, but I don't know if that's entirely true because I still feel like, you know, we weren't hitting on all cylinders. We were, you know, leaving them open for shit, and it was still tie game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyway. Uh, uh, oh, interesting. Rob, Rob just sent me. Rob Maverick just sent me a text. He says he sent me a a, a question uh, f- uh, by email. Uh, yeah. I'm, lo- I'm looking this up. He caught this on Black People Twitter. Uh, I'm clicking on the link. This this could be. Let's see. Uh, he's sending me this tweet say, from Timothy DeLeghetto, who says, "I got the perfect combo of last night's hair product and head funk right now. My hair looks dope, but it stinks." And then Mr. Badshaw says, "You seen LeBron with the hairspray during the finals?" Uh, I haven't seen that. Have you noticed LeBron with mm-hmm. the hairspray? Well, Rob has a request for us to talk this out. Um, LeBron using hairspray during the finals?
0: I have not seen that. I don't yeah. know why he would need hair, What he would that. need hairspray for?
1: I Is suspect it's not hairspray. No, it would be like Rogaine spray. Uh, mm-hmm. no, no, no offense, no offense to gentlemen uh, that that uh, are fighting the, the 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 battle that LeBron's battling against uh, receding hairline. But um, I think that's, if anything, the the hair product battle he'd be fighting. Um, I did not see uh, hairspray. Oh. Is, is this a Rob? This is oh. interesting. Uh, if You're listening, Rob. Uh, 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 send that question in. Um, or there should be a way to leave a question, by the way, or uh, to send a comment uh, through the uh, YouTube page. But I haven't figured out how to make that work. But Rob, uh, follow up with an email if you're listening uh, to help us out. Uh, I'm not really sure where else to go with that because, yeah, I think he's just losing his hair, and that's uh, I don't know how hairspray I don't know how hairspray helps that. Um, anyway, back to the uh, point at hand. Um, let's see. Oh, wait a second here. I think Rob is trying to send us a question through here. Well, anyway. Uh, but it, it, when I see it pop up, I will I will go from there. But um, anyway, um, so yeah, going back to – oh, he says, look at the picture, he says. Hold on a second here. Hang on. All right, hang on. Look at the picture. Okay. Looking at the picture of Amar Badshaw. that picture? Or, or wait, hold on a second. Hang on. Yeah, I don't see a picture uh, at all in here unless Timothy DeLaGhetto is... The picture for Timothy DeLaGhetto is of an Asian dude, so there's that. And Amara Badshaw is a black dude with blonde hair. So, I don't know. Sorry, Rob. Uh, I feel like I'm letting you down, Rob, and I apologize. Uh, But moving on, uh, let's see here. Um, Yeah, I I just want to get through some reasons why we still have a puncher's chance. Uh, or the .1% chance of pulling this out. Um, uh, so let's just start talking strategy. What can we do to actually continue to hang with these guys, Matt? Uh, uh, do you have ideas you off the off the bat you want to share?
0: I mean, it's really hard, right? Because we, on the one hand, we need to replace a lot of offense.
1: Yeah, a ton. And it
0: seems to me is to get is to put start Jr. I think. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And have that be our. Bet. LeBron and Schump do the ball handling primarily, and Jr. can handle the ball a little bit. Um, right. I don't know where. I don't. I strangely coming off of game one though. I, I now I worry about our defense and who we're sticking mm-hmm. on. And I guess that means you stick Shumpert on Curry, which is risky. Uh, Jr. on Thompson, which is also risky. And then let LeBron guard Barnes and float. Um, I I sort of want to do that. I just – Delhi, God love him, is a risk. I don't know why the Hawks didn't do this, but his ball handling is so weak. Uh, When he was in towards the end of the game the other day, I was just terrified, terrified that he was (laughs) going to get his pocket picked, right? Just bringing up the floor. It was like a chore for him to bring the ball up the floor and toss it to LeBron um, on the wing. That took like 10 seconds. Yeah, Every time. Yeah. He's just not quick enough. His handle's not good enough to really do that sustainably. Um, and I think that's going to continue. I, I, we need more guys to play. We can't, we, can, we can't play a five-man rotation for the whole game. And I don't know who those, those guys just aren't there.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I, well here, 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 let me throw something out. I think, I think to me, there's three things we got to do to give ourselves a chance. One is that you have to start uh, Jr um we we i, I know not makes sense to just plug delhi into Kyrie's spot but i i think you need to have delhi be the guy coming off the bench particularly when you know livingston comes off the bench delhi i think can survive longer and be more of an asset when he's playing against uh livingston uh than against uh, uh you know uh raining fiery death from above uh steph curry um I think also if you do play Delhi against, uh, uh, for any significant minutes during against the starting lineups, you do what I thought we should have done with Kyrie when you want to give him a break from Kyrie from from Curry, put him on Barnes. Mm-hmm. I, I think Which he can I, Dele can, I think Dele can handle Barnes because if Barnes tries to post Delly up. Delly's going to make him feel it. He might get his yeah. points, but he's not he's not used to posting up. It'll be weird, uh, and Deli can certainly stay up with him playing close enough to bother him on a three point shot. And you put Chump and Jr mix a match on Curry and Clay. I think that's exactly what we have to do. Uh, and also J- having JR on the starting lap means that you have more options in offense early so you don't get into a big offensive hole uh, to start the game off. Um, and then the other thing I think we need to do is uh, a lot more motion on LeBron post ups. Uh, and Sean had talked yeah. about this. Like we we they we had a tendency to stand still. And the funny thing is is that like you know the um, the Warriors would uh, it be, well, yeah, they, they played the let LeBron score 44 uh, even though uh, I take LeBron's point they didn't give him 40, he, he, he got 40 uh, mm-hmm. but the point being they didn't send help uh, aggressively they sent it late and they mostly stayed to their men on the perimeter to take away his passing they wanted to make him score uh, which yeah. he did and uh, they did not
0: interestingly also let him get to the bucket right he had zero shots in the restricted zone yeah which, which no layups, you, no it? dunks
1: I felt like he had more, but you're right, he didn't. He had them really near to, I mean, close enough. It was just outside close. the paint. Yeah, They were great, but, but they were not letting them get all the way. It was good defense, I thought. No, exactly. But that was the thing is that he really did kind of earn those points. He played really, really well. Um, yeah. But so I think we got to do, and Chumper's delivering this, just move a bit in the perimeter because those guys just stand in those lanes, put their arms up, and, yeah, there weren't a lot of passing lanes. So sp- run around the perimeter, run to the other side. You know, the, the, they're either going to have to follow you and get out the way uh, or you're gonna have a wide open three on the on the weak side, uh, or you know as LeBron gets the post, that's what that's when they help. They come to help just as he gets into the paint. When he just gets into the paint, if LeBron does that, he knows he's gonna have guys open uh, uh, either on the baseline or uh, I forget what they call it. Um, uh, uh, the stack geeks. Uh, I don't, I'm not that stat. Uh, uh, uh literate to, to to say it right, but like, you know, just the, from the elbow, basically, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's going to be guys helping from that from there and he'll be able to hit those guys for three or cutting the basket for a dunk, you know? So I hope that they, and that's a nice thing. The other thing we have here, Matt, the good thing is we found this out um, early enough in the day yesterday that the coaching staff, and the coaching staff must've known already, they weren't going to have him for game two, but now they can really just kind of double down the planning for how to win this series with this roster. This is the, this is the only roster we got. You know, to, to, to quote, once again, the great Gene Hackman in the movie Hoosiers. Hey, okay? got it right there. Uh, in the movie Hoosiers, uh, this is your team. Yeah. This is it. There's no one else. Or is there, Matt? Um, uh, to bring up another point, we're going to no. expand the, uh, we're gonna have to expand the uh, bench here. Uh, so obvious candidates would be Mike Miller playing some time. Uh, or the Matrix coming in and playing some time. But we're going to have to because just we can't play these guys that many minutes, so we're going to fall apart in the fourth quarter. Uh, Jason Lloyd reported today, Matt, tweeted. I saw, I saw Anderson this. Berzo, Anderson I was running and dunking during Cavs walkthrough on, uh, on, on uh, he said Thursday morning, which doesn't really make sense because that was, um, I guess maybe maybe he was saying it was before the game. Doesn't mean he's game yeah. ready, but it's a good sign that nevertheless. And I do wonder, um, you know, this was the storyline. Black didn't really – rule it out um but if we need time in particular to keep tt fresh because that was my big point earlier when i when we talked about how uh tt was not the uh force that we were expecting he was early on he had like nine rebounds or seven rebounds in the first quarter which is destroying them early um uh, he kind of faded down the stretch i remember this one point where, where, where you know he switched on to curry and Curry gave it up and got it back and like you know hit that shot from the corner where he's missed one shot all playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was watching T.T. he looked gassed on that play. Normally he yeah. he would have he would have recovered and put his hands up much quicker, uh, and could have actually really bothered that shot. Um, but he was playing so much I don't I just I don't remember when he sat. I know you told me he sat at some point, but I don't remember. He um, played
0: 47 of the 53 minutes. He was our minutes leader.
1: That's incredible. He can't play that many minutes. And if is ready to go, I mean, I hesitate because he's he's also another one of those glass guys the last five years. Um, he hasn't, hasn't played in six months. Yeah, I know. But, uh, you know, if he's been exercising and uh, if close to getting ready, maybe maybe he plays some minutes. I don't know. Uh, I talked to my brother
0: about this, and I think our consensus was if we want to do it, we should wait till we're back in Cleveland. And yeah. Just bring them in just to blow the roof off of the fucking place. That's a great and, idea, and I'm hope that you can just have a, a Willis Reed moment that carries yeah. us through.
1: Yeah, because there's I, no I, way it
0: can I, offer credible play right now. I just I, I can't imagine that.
1: But I agree, and also the first option's got to be um, uh, Miller and Matrix, who've been playing all year and have had experience this season, you know, playing important minutes. Um, and they're they're pros. They've been staying in shape this whole time. Whereas Verizon's coming back from an injury, he hasn't had like yeah. any rehab. He hasn't had any rehab games, so that's kind of crazy. As yeah. much as it gonna... pains
0: me to say it, I think we might have to see some Perkins minutes. Wow. Yeah. Matt? T- Pat, it's the darkest <laughs> timeline. What did I tell you?
1: Did, did you just say – did Matt Younger – did I just hear Matt Younger say, we're going to have to see some perk minutes in this series? I mean, do I we don't think to so, give Matt. those guys some rest? I, hey. I disagree. I disagree. I'm going to tell you why. I mean, Perk. I don't want
0: to see them. I There's no them point.
1: We, we might as well play four on five to rest TT if you're going to put Perk out there. Perk is, is – is, is, especially in this series, I can see – the reason we got Perk was to help against those lumbering big guys. You know, I forget which series it was. It may have been the, the Bulls series or Bulls, a Bulls game in the regular season where we lost the game because Mozgov and TT got into foul trouble and we had mm-hmm. no one else who could, bang, who could bang with their big dude. And that would have been Perk. It would have been great. That, that was, he was an emergency minute guy. He's not an emergency minute guy in this game. He, he's just not. Uh, uh, there's no way he's going to be an asset on the floor. He'll be beaten by everybody. Um, we yeah, might we as well. Bogan, but Boga doesn't play enough minutes, and that doesn't rest T at all. You know that doesn't give you the the, the Tristan rest.
0: Boga played 28 minutes. You'd have to do it at a weird time. You can't start him, obviously. But
1: but that's my point. Is, is that Boga doesn't play enough minutes where that becomes a helpful way to rest somebody. I, I think you're better off uh, resting these guys, going small with uh, Matrix or uh, you know, um, or seriously, Mike Miller. I, I Mike Miller's the guy I probably I probably would go with, just because he might get hot and hit threes. You don't, you never know. You know, when you're desperate like this, you just got to go with a guy who's going to be able to have that crazy ass game, and he's one of those guys. Um, I don't know where you hide him. I don't think you start him, obviously, but when you start bringing some of those weird um, second uh, of, uh, lineups for. Golden State. I think that's where you could sneak Mike Miller in and get some real minutes and rest TT a bit. Um, I agree. I think I we know. see. I think we see Mike Miller here. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, if, if we can't, if we need to rest TT and we can't rest LeBron at the time, you know, to play the big man role, uh, or or you know, we don't want to. We also need to rest Mozgov because he's got foul trouble. That's where I see uh, uh, Matrix coming in at least for some motion offense and some decent defense. He's got his long arms. He's quick-ish. Even in his old age, uh, I think he'd be able to give us some. I wouldn't call him plus minutes, and so they wouldn't call him average, but maybe just under average minutes, which is maybe right. the best we could hope for in this situation. I mean, that's the, the only real hope here,
0: and it's, I, this is not a hope because it's not possible, I yeah. don't think, is that LeBron has yet another gear somewhere in him. Mm-hmm. Um, he took 38 shots in that game, Kyrie took 22. Yeah, Kyrie's twenty-two shots got to go somewhere. Some of the, and some of them should go to Shumpert, who only shot six times. Some of them are going to have to go to J.R. Smith, who only shot thirteen. Delhi's going to have to shoot a little more. James Jones, um, but I think some of them go to Bron Man. And dear God, well, I mean, we said this before, right? If the Cavs win this series, it jumps LeBron a couple levels. That's that's the other thing here. If, if the, Absolutely. If the billion-to-one shot comes through, that it's going to involve him doing something that nobody's ever seen before, and I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's close to happening, but
1: nope, nope, I agree. Um, hey, Maddie, uh, 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 our, 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 our loyal listener, Rob Emmerich, is sending us more comments through the uh, uh, through the uh, system here. Before I get to them, I just want to so Rob, stand stand by. We're going to get to your questions in a second. Um, I, I wanted to add a few other things before we let this go. Um, reasons for hope. One, uh, WFNY's Kirk uh, tweeted out earlier this morning, uh, Justin Bieber is apparently a Golden State Warriors fan, so uh, we got that going for us. That's good. That's that good helps. That, that helps. Um, another positive point, um, as you may have seen, Kevin Love, uh, you know, was talking to reporters and kind of going out of his way to talk about how, how badly he wanted to play in this game and how much he wants to kind of keep this thing going. Uh, uh, so he said a lot of positive things while, you know, there's always still a chance that he leaves. I, I, I am not really afraid of that anymore. I think he'd be crazy to go anywhere else. I, I think the worst-case scenario, even the worst-case scenario, of course, is him walking. The worst-likely scenario, I think, is him just doing a one-year deal um, to hope, hoping to cash in on the big uh, uh, offseason, next offseason. season. Mm-hmm. So that's my feeling. No, it's not feel um, good and all the guys, all the Zach Lowe's always saying this is
0: the so Cavs fans think he's coming back, but everything we hear is he's going to all, I Kevin Love's really starting to paint himself into a corner for next year.
1: Yeah. As as I mean his relationship
0: with Cleveland. He, I don't think he can he can walk back. This isn't Carlos Boozer making a promise to a blind man in a in a room with no witnesses. This is very public at this point. Um Right, right.
1: I don't think um, he can walk it back. Yeah, I agree. Um, Alright so first of all Rob uh, sent me uh, an Instagram of the picture in question. Um, Maddie, uh are you on your computer? Can you look at it if I email it to you? Yeah. He, uh, he, uh, yeah I think he emailed it to you actually. He, he, just, he, he sent out um, – hang on. I'm going to reply all to it. So if you look for the email from Rob, I just sent you the picture. Uh, it's an Instagram picture, which we'll post in the comments uh, below immediately after um, the segment. Um, or actually, I'll try and post it right now if I can. Comments uh, right here. Um, but it's a picture of LeBron clearly showing, uh, you know, his his receding hairline. It's kind of a mean picture, frankly. It's really mean, Rob. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they're saying that overtime had LeBron sweating his hairspray out. Ha! Is what this uh, guy says. I just don't see that as hairspray. I see that as just being him sweating and just a bad angle showing his thinning hair. Um, I kind of love that this is the way LeBron's hair is thinning because he's looking, He's going to look like, just like uh, old LeBron from the LeBron's commercials yeah. when he gets older. And I hope he does go that route. I hope he just grows it out like crazy fro style on the sides with the bald underneath. Like I think that's going to be awesome to see a guy like that flying and dunking uh, in his 30s. Uh, that would make me really happy is somebody with
0: a uh, 6 years on lebron and similar uh, hairline Pattern. issues Yep. yep. Uh, sweating makes it worse for sure <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, cuz it just it just mats it down right Correct. Uh, and, that, and that's it what plugs i'm seeing together
0: and it's not spread out to cover your your pate
1: yeah it's a weird picture because it's a picture taken of a tv screen so it's hard to see i wouldn't say this is hairspray coming out i don't get I, I don't know enough about black hair either to know uh, how you use hairspray with hair that short, um, I don't know if you have any uh, uh, any personal knowledge of this uh, of this this realm of 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 knowledge. Me, I yes. have no personal knowledge. No. Well, I will report back. I will ask my friends uh, if they have any knowledge uh, of this of of how hairspray would play into LeBron's uh, thinning hair. I, I've never heard of that. So. So we'll report next time we, uh, we, we roll out the, the podcast uh, with, with answers. Um, another thing that Rob had said um, oops, I just sit down. Another thing Rob had said uh, was that fatigue does lead to injury, um, but stupidly, I've lost the original quote that he sent me. Um, <laughs> see if can find the, let me see the answer questions. Here, wait, here it is. While, while all check was prominently quoted and served as the, as the basis for NBA Commissioner David Stern, arguing that fatigue was not, not to blame for the injuries. A position Stern later reversed to some extent. His position is not unanimous. Uh, and apparently they sent me a, a, um, a basketball prospectus link. Let me see if I can pull it up here. We're experimenting here, folks. It may not be a really smooth uh, uh, podcasting uh, uh, feature here, but it's worth, it's worth the experiment with our one uh, live listener. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, look, fatigue. I think certainly can lead to injury when you're when you're tired. Um, obviously, you don't plant your feet right. Um, but that's a risk in any kind of high-level game. You're going to be fatigued, and that's then that's the point that I think you and I are making, Matt, is that um, you know, yeah, you're going to be tired, but you you don't know when you can stop. You know, he he was fatigued at 30 minutes. He's going to be fatigued at 35. You know, uh, uh, it's really hard to say what the breaking point is. And when the game is that close in the finals. It's a it's a one position game. It, it's hard to say. Ah, we just hit the forty minute limit with you. Sorry, Kyrie, you, you got to sit down. You know, right. I mean, yeah, maybe we could have sat him more to, to to save him up for the for the uh, closing run. But it's hard to sit guys down when you're down uh, a few points to a team like the Golden State Warriors. By the time you rest him and we get him back in, the game's over.
0: You know, no, I so agree. I, I can Once the doctors give him a clean bill of health, you play him. Yeah. So, so interestingly, Yeah. Need so.
1: So Robbie sent a, a link to an interesting article by Kevin Pelton and Mike Pesca um, from 2012 about fatigue and ACL injuries. Uh, a, important to note here: this is not an ACL injury from uh, Kyrie. Um, yeah. Thank God. So, um, so that's good. Um, but I'll post a link to that as well uh, in the um, uh, in the comments of the YouTube and eventually the SoundCloud post. Um, the article, the basketball prospectus article that Rob sent along. So, Robbie, thank you for being our first uh, live commenter and questioner. That was uh, a fun experience, and uh, we'll get smoother with how we handle that process next time. Um, all right, Maddie. Before we go, anything else that you want to uh, uh, discuss before we um, wrap things up here?
0: No, I, this is. I'm. I'm. I'm a little heartbroken to be honest with you. Um, yeah. um, that game. I thought it was going to be tough for the Cavs. I, as I told you before the game, I was starting to get some hope. That game gave me more reason for hope. Um, it seemed right. like we had a game plan for the Warriors on D that was uh, both effective and sustainable. Kyrie seemed like himself. We were a half inch from Iman Shumpert shot going in and having a very different conversation right now um, yeah. than we are. And things mm-hmm. are are bleak. Um, the other thing yeah. that I told you is I had s- somehow ignored the fact—this uh, is the stupidest thing I've ever done—but I would somehow ignored <laughs> the fact that I was going to be surrounded by Warriors fans right now, and it is—it is infuriating, Pat. Oh my god. It's making me so mad. Um, I, dear God, uh, how, I don't know what how, I'm going to do. Uh,
1: oh. Do we need to worry about you? Are you gonna Are you gonna do something rash and uh, and and, uh, and like hurt somebody? Or Do we need to worry no. about you getting drunk,
0: getting arrested? No, no, no. I've never hurt anybody in my life, and these people are sure. cowards out here too. Nobody's <laughs> gonna do anything to me.
1: <laughs> Goddamn right. Um, yeah, I was gonna say. I, I, one I, I, I said to- that I I
0: wore a, uh, I wore a jersey, um, a Kyrie jersey, into the office on thursday nice and nice some people a bunch of people who aren't really sports fans sort of said that to me when i went out to get lunch they were like are you going to be okay out there and i was like no
1: that's yes. exactly
0: what i said these people are cowards nobody's going to do anything
1: <laughs> to me. these people are, these people are cowards donnie Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you went walter Selcheck on them i like that i like that yeah there's nothing to be afraid of here <laughs> That is a good game. You know, I, d- I didn't wear my jersey to work uh, on Thursday only because I hadn't done it so far and I didn't want to mess with anything. Uh, I think I'm going to start rolling that the work uh, on game days from now on uh, with uh, with my jersey. Um, it was very enjoyable for me. Now, of course, I yeah. work with
0: a ton of Warriors fans, so it's especially
1: apropos. That's but. true. I, I, all I have is Mark Lamont Hill, uh, who loves to delight in uh, my suffering. Although, the uh, class guy that he was, he 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 feels terrible for for. Well, not, he doesn't feel terrible for me. He doesn't care about me, but he feels terrible for Kyrie. So uh, I, I will give him that. Um, yes, that is something. Something to be said for that. So, so yeah, um, hope is not entirely lost. There is a chance. Um, you know, we've got some more things. Uh, one last thought I want to leave you with. Two, two fun things I, I saw in the news this week, uh, just to cheer us up. Um, Joe Posnanski, uh, great writer and uh, a, a lifelong Cleveland fan. Um did a piece, uh, great piece, fantastic piece. Again, we'll post it below before the game, just about how amazing this this journey was for LeBron. You know, regardless of what happens in the in the finals. Uh just what he's done is just uh, nothing short of incredible. Um but in it he just mentions offhand Tristan Thompson and he says, Tristan Thompson, and I say this conservatively, is the greatest human being on the planet and should win every Nobel Prize they give out and also all the Pulitzer because the guy never stops, never. Yeah. It's like yes. I, that brought a big smile I to my that. face when
0: I read that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's another piece. I forget where it was, but I'll also post this below on uh, Matthew Della uh talking about how, um, you know, he, just, he doesn't change no matter, even though he's like a huge, like, you know, uh, cult fan in Cleveland now. And he, he had like a line of a thousand people waiting to sign his autograph, like out in Solon or something like that. He was at some mall signing autographs. Uh, And he says, yeah, he hasn't changed. He still goes to to Chipotle all the time, which I think is awesome and hilarious. Um, But there's a great quote in here from David Blatt, one of those what-the-fuck quotes from David Blatt uh, on Delhi. He says, quote, he's one of those kids that if his parents were to throw him in the water before he knew how to swim, he'd be doing the backstroke, the breaststroke, and the crawl before (laughs) any of us figured out he was even in there. So whatever we need him to do, he'll be ready to do. Who the fuck throws their child in a pool before they know how to swim? Russians.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Russians do that. <laughs> Google
1: that. Apparently, Israelis too. Uh, but and, and, and then not just throws them in there, but doesn't know they're in there until they've learned to do the backstroke and breaststroke and crawl. Uh, yeah, just one of those. Weird. One of those curious. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I love Blatt? He's just he's he's a son of a bitch, but he's our son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Maddie. Uh, I feel a little better. I hope you guys who listen to this feel a little bit better, Cavs fans wise. Uh, you know, we are. I'm not gonna do. We're not doing a retrospective in the fucking season right now. We're not talking about that. I know we did, we mentioned it once or twice, but that's not what we're doing right now. The finals yeah. are still happening. There's still finals left to be played. We have at least three games. We're still searching for our first NBA Finals win as a franchise. Uh, Let's and go get a win sure for. Let's go get a win, right?
0: I think that's right. Let's go get a fucking win, and who knows what happens.
1: Who knows what happens? We, uh, you know, the lineup, uh, uh, options I put out there, I think there's a way. We, we hide Delhi on uh, Barnes. We start Shump and JR and play Shump, JR, LeBron, Mozzie, and TT for as many, as close to 40 minutes as we can. Yeah. <laughs> 35 each. You know, I want that lineup to be playing, like, you know, close to 30 minutes in the game. If we can somehow yeah. manage that. To get those guys all on the court at the same time while also spelling each other for, you know, five, 10 minutes here and there um i want that lineup out there as much as possible I don't, know, I don't know if that's humanly possible um but the more we can get them out there on the floor i think the better our chances are and look someone can get hot someone can get hot and we have one of those all-time historic games uh you know or or we get swept and we walk off into the future and we'll we'll talk about it then so maddie i i, I don't want to guarantee when we're next to the podcast um i know we said we want to do it after it. every single game do i do it every single let's game or do you want to see how it goes let's see how it goes See how it goes. We'll we'll think about uh doing it uh uh um Monday night, I guess. Uh in between mm-hmm. games two and three. But uh we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll send out a tweet with the updated schedule as soon as we know what we want to do. So uh that does it for the uh, for episode five of the Maddie and Patty Cavs podcast, a, a more somber podcast than we would like to have. Uh let's hope we have a more exciting one next time, Maddie. I sure hope so, buddy. Yep. All right, till next time, it's Maddie and Patty saying
0: That was pretty good. Not
1: bad. That was better. I think we did better that time. All right, man.
0: (laughs) Take it easy, buddy. Talk to you soon.